0: Podcasting from Lagos, Nigeria. You are listening to New Zone with Brown, a podcast committed to discussing relationship matters with reference to personal experiences from an open-minded standpoint to provide you with insights to have the best relationship experience. Prepare to be entertained as I introduce your host, Brown. Thank you. Hello and welcome to another beautiful episode of the Nude Zone with Brown podcast. I am your host and my name is Brown. Thank you so much for clicking on the link and joining me in the zone this beautiful day. Whatever time of the week that you get to listen to it, I do hope that it's a beautiful time for you and that you are doing really great. Well, just in case you aren't, you know, I hope that the sound of my voice elevates your mood and that Today's topic is one that will make you smile, that will make you, you like improve on your day and mood generally, you feel me? If this is your first time clicking on the link and listening to this podcast, welcome and thank you for becoming a needs owner. Yeah, that's what I call my, my family, you know, everyone who listens to this podcast is a needs owner. It means that you're real, it means that you're true, it means that you want your relationship to be better and that you are willing to work at it to be better. So welcome to the needs zone with brown podcast and if you are a regular listener as in a customer da da you know that i already love you you know that i love you love you pieces (laughs) thank you guys for once again joining me in the zone so before i tell us what we are going to be talking about today what you'll be listening to today let's go on a short break we'll be right back Thank you for listening to today's episode. But before you go, I have one more favor to ask of you. Could you please tip me with the link you see in the description box or that link that you see in the broadcast message that you got, that same one where you got the link to listen to this episode? Yeah, there's a link there that leads you to a page on which you could tip me. You know, this is just a form of encouragement, just to say, Brown, you're doing a good job. Keep doing what you're doing. And you can do this more than once. You could do it weekly every time you hear my voice or you could do it monthly. Mm-hmm. You could do it more than once. Oh, I, I pray that you do it more than once because you're supporting me monetarily. Not only boost my morale, it also promotes my craft and you can support me from a hundred naira, one dollar, or their equivalent in whatever currency that you spend. Most importantly, I want you to know that every time you hear my voice, be reminded that I am super glad that you support me by listening to all of my episodes and sharing them with your family and friends. Until next time, new zoners, stay positive. Welcome from that short break. I hope that you will not say no. I really said all of that there, so l- I'll not say that again. We are talking about, or we are going to be talking about, six ways to have an amazing relationship. And don't yimmo, no, don't roll your eyes either. <laughs> no, and don't post it and say, I'll come back to this later. No, this is what we do on this podcast. We talk about love, we talk about relationships. So today, we're talking about six ways to have an amazing relationship. And of course, there are more than six ways to do that. There's a thousand and one ways to have an amazing relationship but today we're only going to be focusing on six six that you know i thought about i gathered information on and i'm going to be sharing my thoughts with you about them okay so um i'm going to ask this do you want to have an amazing relationship of course your answer should be yes because why else would you be going into a relationship if not you know to have an amazing one you don't want to go there and manage now right so i mean if that's the case kokuma remains single and that's not to say that even being single you don't have a relationship with yourself because you do you do love your neighbor as you love yourself so it is as you love yourself that you can love the next person so you actually do have a relationship with yourself so there are these ways are actually ways by which you can also have an amazing relationship with yourself so if you're single don't say oh this is just for people that are in relationship these are for together people no it's also for you that are currently single because you you should love yourself healthily and when you do get into a relationship you're healthily loving yourself we help you love that person also healthily. get my point sit tight listen and then at the end of this episode so reach out to me whether via mail whether via whatsapp twitter facebook instagram send me a dm or whatever means through whatever medium let me know what you think and of course like i said earlier there are more than six ways to have an amazing relationship so please feel free to share yours with me i'd love to learn from you as well please do not ignore that plea let's move on since we already um agreed on the fact that we all should have amazing relationships because truly we deserve to have amazing relationships let's talk about number one one. These ways are in no particular order, right? It's not that number one is the most important and number six is the least important. No, they're in no particular order. Number one is to learn and speak your partner's love language. You ought to know what love languages mean. But just in case you do not, i will suggest that you Google it first. Read up on Gary Chapman. Gary Chapman is the author of the book, The Five Love Languages. This is a book that has been broken down into different formats. You now have five love languages for children, five love languages for teenagers, five love languages for singles, five love languages for married. You know, it's been broken down into different formats just so that we can understand it the more. So according to Gary Chapman, your love language or love languages are the means by which an individual interprets and understands love. According to Gary Chapman, there are five major love languages. The five are um, acts of service, physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time and gifts i hope i got all of those complete words of affirmation physical touch quality time gift and act of service yeah according to gary chapman these are the major five love languages and of course they have sub's in them you know quality time also has them um, what to do within that quality time Gifts also has what to get you know it, it's broken down so if you really are interested in this you should get the book and it just in case you've read it before you might need a refreshers course pick up the book once again download it and read it will do you a lot of good it would help to have that amazing relationship that you deserve and please don't say nah what i mean i don't, I don't get time for that one you should have time for it because you see like i said like i claimed the love languages are the ways by which an individual interprets and understands love if you're with somebody who places so much value on quality time but you insist on buying things for them all the time they will not interpret that to mean that you love them to you you might say that ah, i buy him this I buy her that. They should know that I love them. But to them, that's not how they understand love. They understand love when you spend time with them. When they sit with you, maybe even doing nothing. Perhaps both of you are just reading. Maybe you're in one corner of the sitting room and the fact that they can see you alone is enough for them at that point in time. That might be the way they interpret love, you know. And it just might be watching a movie together. Like actually doing something together. Exchanging ideas, you know. Maybe even playfully arguing, you know. It might be any of these things for, for, for your partner. So don't say that you don't need to know what love language is about. You, you, I mean every knowledge is not, no knowledge is wasted like I said. And when I said learn and speak the language if you simply learn it. Like if you're listening and you already know what love languages are or you already even know your partner's love language or you already even know your own love language but you're not speaking it to yourself or you're not speaking it to your partner. Come on. I know they say knowledge is power but I hope you know that it is knowledge that is applied that is power. If you simply know something in your head but you don't you know put it into action how is it supposed to bring returns for you knowledge is power when it's applied so learn and speak their love language even if it's your own yes it's also important that you learn your love language and these five things you can actually practice on yourself you can do for yourself all of these five things you can do for yourself so don't say it's for people that are in relationships like i said earlier you are in a relationship with yourself so you can actually do these things for yourself as well moving on to the second one and it, just in case i have not stressed it enough. Learning your partner, learning yourself a uh, love language and speaking it Important, important important very important okay so moving on to the second way be open to switching traditional roles and i think this really applies to those of us that are married you know i know the society has um put us into boxes this is what the man should do this is what the woman should do nobody should pass their boundary everybody in their space in as much as order is very good you know expectations are good because it, it helps you to know the boundaries within which you should operate but then be Open to switching roles sometimes. For example, a man who is um, bringing home say maybe fifty k at the end, at the end of the month as remuneration. And the wife is bringing home 300,000 there as remuneration at the end of the month. And, you know, maybe they are newlyweds, so it's still fine. There's no issue. And then that comes to the, the, the time when they have a child. They both have a child. And then the question comes as to who would stay home. Maybe like some couples who have decided that in the, for the first few years of the child's um, upbringing, they, they want to be the direct um, caregiver for their children's first years of life. For a couple who has that plan. Now, the question that comes as to who should stay back home and take care of the child? Who should stay back home and be the primary caregiver? And the husband now says, Because you are the woman. You know, because you know, everybody already has this mentality of women should be the one, women are the ones taking care of the home, and which is not a, a lie because we are nurturers. We are nurturers. Not that men are nurturers as well, but by God's divine design, we are nurturers. Like I said, it doesn't mean that a man also is not, but the woman is just more prone. Anyways, let me not spend too much time explaining that. So the man now goes, You are the woman, you should be the one to stay at home and take care of the child guy she's bringing in times what six of what you are bringing in how would you guys survive on 50,000 naira and sometimes it's not even going to be 50,000 naira because they will remove tax you know the will to come out of it feeding how are you guys supposed to survive on that now what i'm saying here is now if it works for you if your wife agrees good and fine okay i'm not saying that this is what you should do i'm just saying that in cases like that don't be stuck in um what stereotype or or, or what society expect of you or what it is that you've learned from people around you. What what works for you? Be open to switching roles. The wife must be the one to cook. So you get home before her and because she's not home yet, you will now wait for her to get back home from work and come and cook your meal. The, the man must be the one to provide. You earn more than him, more, but because he must be the one to provide, you will keep your own money. And now be sharing his own um, 50,000 naira with him and with your whole family. When you earn 300,000 naira, and you can comfortably take care of the family, Conveniently. Nah, it shouldn't be so. So I think you get my point when I say be open to switching traditional roles. Particularly in terms of providing for the family and giving care to the family. Because these are more like the most traditional roles we have in our society. The man should not be, the baby is crying. She's in the kitchen cooking. And the baby is fussing. Maybe has soiled his diapers or something. But because it's the mother that must take care of the child. You are watching TV or you're even working on your laptop or something. She's in the kitchen cooking. Or you're not saying, yeah, come and do this one. Or the baby has pulled apart. You can't do it, now. Nah you get it's not something that is set in stone that the wife must do it's not something that is set in stone that the man must do you want to you get home at night there's no power supply you know you never, phcn has done their normal and you have gen at the back of the house but because your husband is the one that puts on the gen as you were growing up it's only your brother and your dad that put on the gen you will not sit down and wait for him to come and put on the gen when he gets back from 10 p.m you'll sit there in the dark till then so for him to come and put on the gen you're on your own you are just simply on your own so i think you get my point Learn to switch traditional roles. Then the third one is this: obey the divine order of things. And this, I think, also really um, applies to married um, folks as well. Now, what what is the divine order of things? You might ask me in marriage. It's God. God, of course, is at the very topmost of it all. It's the center of everything. It's the beginning and the end of of it all. So you have God at the very topmost. Then after God comes your spouse. Did you get that? After God comes your spouse. After your spouse comes your children and then after your children comes every other person. You know, you cannot put in your family, that's your extended Mm -hmm. family but the number one person there is God. The number two person there is your spouse. You will notice that I did not mention you but that's because, you see, in a relationship you actually still do have a relationship with yourself. Not that you should now ignore yourself when you get into a relationship, even in a marriage. No. But you see, in a healthy marriage, if both partners practice the divine order of things, if they acknowledge the divine divine order of things nobody would actually be wanting the husband puts the wife in the place where she ought to be the wife puts the husband in the place where he ought to be you will not lack and this is not to say that you don't have anything to do for yourself of course you take care of yourself as well but in the scale of preference of things you don't come before your wife you don't say that um i have to think of myself first no that's not how we work that's not how we work and you cannot say you put your kids before your husband that is not how it works there's a divine order of things so in respecting the divine order of things in acknowledging the divine order of things your relationship will be much more amazing than when you put people in the wrong slot when you give um undue attention to 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 people when you're not supposed to be giving them attention i don't know if you get my point so this is what i mean by obeying the divine order of things don't say ah what about myself am i not supposed to neglect myself that's not you're not neglecting yourself you are also in that list maybe i should mention so that we don't we don't get things confused and you guys don't come after me after you listen to this you are important though i'm not saying you're not important in the scheme of things i think that putting others first before yourself does not mean that you don't love yourself no do do you get my point please (laughs) okay so the number four okay i already talked about love languages switching traditional roles obeying the divine order of things the number four thing that i would be saying here is this communication this is a very 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 broad thing to talk about i won't be spending so much time here because you know it's a very broad thing to talk about like i just said and um, i just want to say that it's very important that you air your grievances it's very important that you resolve your conflict it's very important that you express ideas that you express your wants you express your needs you express your desires you see you really should be observant with um your partner's comprehension abilities in doing all of these things and your presentation skills as well when i say be observant of your partner's comprehension abilities i'm talking about you know you don't just stop because there's um you have something to say and then it seems like um they are not busy so i'll just say there and then no there are other factors to consider what's the mood like what's the atmosphere like you cannot expect somebody who just came in from lagos traffic of sitting five hours in traffic i mean he's tired she's tired they are hungry they are you know sweaty and hot and all and the first thing you're saying to them when you walk into the door is hey hey this morning come on you know your presentation skills and their comprehension abilities you really should factor in as well as that stuff. What happens to setting the atmosphere? If you want to ask for money, you know how to do that. If you want to, you know, get down down, you know, the, the get down down I'm talking about. If you want to do that, you know how to set the atmosphere. There are ways to go about this thing. When you want to communicate, it's not just about opening your mouth and letting words drop. No. These are things that we really should look at in communicating with our partners. How do they understand? Do they like being, maybe you, you need to, you need some preamble first, like um something, something, something. Or do they like direct to the point, go straight to the point? These are the things that you should know about your partner and when you do know these things it will help you communicate better with them and it will help them understand you when you try to you know air your grievance resolve conflict express your ideas share your wants and desires and needs these things would help you and i in fact to have an amazing relationship the fifth one is this don't to change them. See, the thing is this. I understand that none of us are perfect and that's the truth. In fact, all of these things that have been seen, we all in fact, if you can go back and listen to this episode over time and over time again, it will do you good. I will as well. Nobody is perfect. So you meet somebody, initially you're all rosy, burp, you know, rosy something, butterfly in the atomic kind of levels and after a while you start to see their weaknesses and flaws and you know, guess, uh, you know, start nagging them to, to no, no, don't do that. don't seek to change them that, that, that should not be your focus it's fine if you know you help them get better like maybe via your influence through your through their relating with you in the course of your relationship they evolve they grow you know yeah that's fine but it's not like when you now become the lecturer you become the professor it's not a classroom you know you are now on their case you are nagging you are you no know, don't seek to change them that should not be the essence of your relationship because i don't think any human being changes like that though you can improve, you know. I, I'm I'm not talking about vices here. Of course, bad habits can be dropped and whatnot. What but I'm saying their personalities don't seek to change their personalities in dating before you now get to the point where you say I did not know when you're still dating them. Learn them. Yes, learn them, study them because you see, this phase is where you study to show them approved for a more intimate relationship. There's no need to seek to change somebody you are dating. Let them come as they are, let them come as they are let them come as they are see them for who they really truly are you know don't start with i i I like my man being like this i like my woman being like this i like Mm -mm." let them come as they are so that you know exactly what you're getting into do you do you get my point i hope you get my point so this is where you actually started to show them approved for a more intimate relationship you know see them as they reveal themselves to you no assumptions no projections you know that's a bit more difficult to do than to say i know but then that's is what needs to be done. Don't project your expectations on them. Don't project your desires on them. This is what I desire my man to be. Because of course, whether consciously or unconsciously, they might start to adjust to that your reality. But like I said, somebody's personality can only improve, could it change? It cannot change. You don't get married to them. You don't say, "Ah, he has changed, though. It wasn't like that before." Now, I'm not saying this is the only reason why people, you know, see them for who they really are in dating. And then in courtship, it's still a bit more of the dating phase. You still, you still learning them but then now you should be clearer on whether they are good for you or not whether you see yourself spending the rest of your life with them or not don't spend years determining something that necessarily does not require that much time look well sha because you know you cannot (laughs) returning the goods to the store after purchase is highly frowned at by god you know divorce is something that god hates so this dating and courtship is where you really get to see them for who they are and that's it i'm saying that don't project your realities don't project your wants and desires them let them come as they are see them for who they truly are and see if you can love them for who they are their personalities now note that i'm not talking about vices or habits i'm talking about their personalities somebody who is lively somebody who is the life of the party you're not saying "Eh," because i I don't like when my man is always known so can you please temper down on your joy and you should be covering your joy small 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 See, it might, maybe for a while for, you know, he might be able to do that. But that is who he is. That's who she is. At some point in time, guy, babe, the lead will bust. And then the, co- the content of the container will come spilling out. Because that is who they are. Don't seek to change their personalities. And when you finally get into marriage with them, come on, you chose them. So enjoy who they are. Enjoy what you have chosen. Gaskia with their quirks, their eccentrics, their cuteness, their lovingness, their goofiness, you know, their annoyingness. Everything! Enjoy who you have chosen. Enjoy what you have chosen. And the last but not the least is to be open to change. Be open to change. I know I just said don't seek to change them, right? And um, I'm now saying be open to change. Well, we all know that change is the one constant thing in life so be open to change that woman that likes um um maybe chocolate ice cream and this is is like very (laughs) simple examples here you know because i can't think of something really really deep right now that woman that likes chocolate chip ice cream right now might not like that same flavor in the next i don't know two months that man that loves malas is for right food right now might not like that malas in a month's time so don't be rigid you know don't be rigid in your relationship be flexible be flexible change is the one constant thing in life and we all should be open to change I think that you know if we really put our minds to these six ways that I shared with you 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 would agree with me that there are ways to have an amazing relationship and with these few points of mine i hope i've been able to convince you and not confuse you that these ways would help you to have amazing relationships whether with your friends whether with your spouse or whether with your even with yourself like i said so guys we've come to the end of today's episode thank you for listening till the end i do not take it for granted i really do hope to see you in the next episode until then i leave you in the hands of god do not forget that i love you and um do have a wonderful wonderful week ahead bye You have just listened to Nude Zone with Brown. I look forward to hearing from you. Please send me a mail at nudezonewithbrown002 at gmail.com or send me a DM on Instagram at nude underscore zone underscore with underscore brown. And please do follow on Twitter at nudezonewithb. Thank you for listening and have a fantastic week ahead. Jesus loves you.